we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for November 14th, 2022. Uh, moving along, <clears throat> next report is just, um, it's about a six minute clip here. And it's entitled Proof Dr. Kerry Madaj is Dangerous. And this is from Richie from Boston, who I normally don't play ever anymore. Um, <clears throat> but the information is uh, actually coming from who another one I do I don't play, but it's Stephen Benoon's family evidently uh, wrote to him regarding Kerry uh, Madaj, and um, this is the uh, report that he's come out with videos before because at one time he had had her on the show and was promoting her, and then <clears throat> he started finding out things about her red flags. Now there's about fifty red flags about Richie from Boston. Okay, so. Um, but I thought that this was noteworthy and that I should play it because, um, <clears throat> it's just, I, it's insane what this gets into here. And I really thought that this is something my listeners should be aware of, um, not to be ignorant of Satan's devices and this whole new age doctor network that <clears throat> they, they need to be careful regarding them. So I'm going to go ahead and just play about six minutes of this video right now. One last thing I want to share with you right here, because I got a lot of grief for this, because people think that I'm just an angry dude that backstabs everybody. Let's read this little letter that I just got. Dear Richie, I don't know if you remember who I am, so I'll simply start at the beginning. I'm the guy who contacted you a while ago, earlier this year, about Dr. Carrie Madej. I'm comfortable with revealing my identity and my identity at this point as well. <clears throat> I understand that my mother and stepfather are people who you don't like from what I've heard, but nonetheless, I feel this information that I'm in my mother who is helping me write this presenting to you will make you look past whatever differences there may be. He's talking about Israeli news live. My name is Ethan Suto and I'm the son of Jana Satuvo. You probably professionally, professionally know her as Jana Benoon, professionally, because they're professionals. That was my problem with so many YouTubers. Do you get it now? Professionally, I'm Richie from Boston. You know why I'm Richie from Boston? My name's Richie Comito. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm from Lynn, Massachusetts specifically, but YouTube started calling me Richie from Boston. I didn't, but it's not professional. It's, 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 it was making videos pointing out the non-stop, never-ending spraying in the skies. I couldn't understand why people didn't see it. It didn't make any sense to me. I started making videos, and here we are. At any rate, I should start. I should first start off by saying that, if I recall, someone by the name of Dr. Eli English contacted you and talked to you about what I'm going to write about, and even told you that the anonymous guy who contacted you about this subject, me, was legit, and I am. My mother is the one, though, who has urged me to write to you about this, and she herself would really like to talk to you about this. To get straight to the point, Carrie Madej is someone who has affected my life and my family's life in a profoundly negative way. At this moment, legal action is in the works regarding the subject, so I don't want to disclose too much. So I'll give a brief summary on what happened. I'm going to be rather blunt about it. Carrie Madej was someone who was an acquaintance of my mother and stepdad, she had been on INL, 
Israeli News Live in 2021 to discuss topics relating to COVID hopes and COVID vaccine. However, as my mother began to notice troubling behaviors in Carrie that were pointing towards actual narcissism, psychopathy, she and my stepfather distanced Carrie from the family. However, in December of 21, the entire family got very sick with a strange flu-like illness and out of desperation, my mother accepted Carrie's offer to come out and help the family as she was a doctor. And nobody thought she would do anything wrong or illegal. To put it bluntly, Carrie ended up administering a treatment that ended up causing the slow, painful death of my grandfather. The treatment in question being injected 21 milligrams of hydrogen peroxide. In no, milliliters of hydrogen peroxide and in my mother. My mother, my stepfather, and my grandfather's veins. It was more severe with my grandfather as he suffered at the time stage 4 kidney failure, not CKD. It was acute, but still. She also administered at this time only to my grandfather a very strong peroxide formula in the nebulizer which chemically burnt his throat, mouth, lungs, and... Yeah, I mean, guys, <clears throat> hydrogen peroxide, and I mean, is, is very, very powerful stuff, okay? Um, now, I'm sure she's using a pharmaceutical grade. I would hope so. I've rarely ever heard of injecting this straight into the veins. I would hope she was using a very dilute version of this. But if it caused a slow, painful death of the grandfather, obviously she's using too much. 21 milliliters of hydrogen peroxide, I mean, I don't know what the percentage or whatever, but um, <clears throat> evidently it was uh, not something that sounded like it helped any of them. Hydrogen peroxide is a powerful oxidant, meaning it oxidizes things. This is why when you put hydrogen peroxide on a wound, it bubbles. That's the oxidation you're seeing, okay? And that's just 3% hydrogen peroxide i've got 35 percent in the refrigerator food grade and i only use it under certain applications and i'll typically dilute it and, and then use it in um uh, like you can use it <clears throat> after you brush your teeth i mean i dilute it way down to like three to five percent and um you can use it for uh some people consume it i've done that before but again it's an oxidant I'm not super big on, you've heard of antioxidants, which are typically associated with positive things like antioxidants like um, vitamin C and um, lycopene and turmeric and, and C60 oil. And, and there's a lot of antioxidants out there. Um, <clears throat> an oxidant is, um, <clears throat> although it, it can have a positive effect in the body, obviously, hydrogen peroxide can, you still have to be careful with it. And you would want to take more antioxidants if you're taking hydrogen peroxide internally to offset any oxidation that may be occurring. Um, I've never been big on nebulizing it. <clears throat> I've never been big, would never be big on injecting it. I mean, I just see that being an absolute total, really dicey thing to do. Uh, I was pretty shocked when i saw this now she's a, like an md she can do this type of stuff i don't think she could even advertise this though i mean when you're getting into alternative treatments like this you better really know what you're doing or you can get your license yanked 
really quick because I'm pretty sure this is kind of a no-no. Um, you do it in the right way, and obviously she didn't. I'm just, I, I wouldn't go that route. I would go with like the mile and five miles over protein and take it internally. Um, let it get into the bloodstream naturally. Don't give the body a potential dose of something that, especially it's an oxidant. The silver's not. It's it's not an oxidant. It, it's um, something that's very safe. Um, you got to be super careful with hydrogen, even taking it orally. You know, um, <clears throat> you, you get a little too high percentage of that stuff, it will burn you. I mean, 35%, well, you got to be super, super careful with it. You just get a hint of it on your fingertips. Your fingertips are turning white from all the oxidation that's occurring. And man, it will sting for hours. So I wouldn't personally, I'm an alternative doctor. I wouldn't, even if I was a medical doctor, even if I was doing alternative treatments, I would never go with IV or, or any type of injection hydrogen peroxide. I just think there's a lot safer, better things you can do out there. Um, again, the silver's been unbelievable when you do do it like with like an IV. Problem is, is you can't find anybody that'll do it because they'll yank your license so quick. That could that could cure so many things with the Invive Silver. But the even the MDs that have tried it in America, they're like raided by the FBI. I mean, they they don't have any tolerance because that's the Invive, if you gave it internally in an IV, could like miracles okay um <clears throat> but you can't find anybody that'll do it not even any medical doctors um uv light exposing the blood to uv light and um ozone which is again you got to be careful with it but i'm talking about bubbling the blood through ozone and uv light and then putting it back in the body problem is you can't find hardly anybody that'll do it these are things that can have a profound impact on people, okay? Um, <clears throat> but tch, good luck trying to find, and luck's not a good word, but that trying to find somebody, an MD that'll do it, they're, you know, if there's anybody that will do it, they're going to risk losing their license every single day because the medical pharma cartels are only going to tolerate any kind of modality like that so far and if there's if it's going to cure stuff and if there's no chance for reoccurring revenue and if, and if it's a threat to the medical pharma cartel and all the things that i just mentioned are they're going to shut it down but of all those things that i mentioned i would have to say hydrogen peroxide injections would be one of the most sketchy and dangerous things that i would personally never ever try if i had if i was an md and i had an alternative clinic i, I just that's just me, though. Epithelium. After she administered this treatment, the nebulizer, without the agreement of anyone, she quickly left our home, and while my mother was frantically calling her to come back as my grandfather was essentially dying after her treatment and was unable to eat and drink, she completely refused to come back with excuses that she needs to film videos, take a detox bath, and take and that my mother was supposedly to return to God. So it sounds like when things started going south, she just, you know, freaked out and, and ran and, and didn't want to take any responsibility for anything. 
that's what it it sounds like she started she started seeing things going south in a big time way and just bailed not sure why she said that the bottom line is the doctor refused to come back to the patient knowing that the patient was dying from her treatment and she abandoned him completely There are so many details as to what happened. There's a lot to the story, and I personally am going to write up more, but I find it difficult to write about it. Upon our investigation after the death of my grandfather, we consulted many physicians about the formula of peroxide, 20 milliliters in a vein, and we found out that it was basically a lethal injection that was never used in any patient before in history, nor found in any medical literature. I mean, if you go to an MD and ask them about it, they're going to be clueless. True, okay. But I was shocked... I mean, I've been doing this for like 30 years, and and I have been exposed to these types of modality. Granted, I haven't actually ever went anywhere that did stuff like this. I've heard about them. I've heard about MDs that do them, about some of the things that I mentioned. I've heard very positive, but not hydrogen peroxide. Yo, no, no, that is something that you got to be mega, mega careful with because of its volatile nature and that it's an oxidant in man and so oh boy it just rings true this letter would ring true with what the modality with with what treatment was being given to me at least and i have the entire text history between me and dr madey me, Mike Decker, and Dr. Madey knows what they said. I told you what I told you about this woman for a reason. People didn't believe it. Now here's Israeli News Live relatives sending me emails explaining what I was trying to tell you. Without that he didn't solicit. I mean, it's not like he heard this and reached out to them. They reached out to him. Evidently, they don't want to get into this on their channel. Or at least not Stephen Benoon. I haven't seen anything on his channel. it all. Both me and my mother have been deeply affected by what happened. I personally have trouble discussing the situation, and I am still in a form of disbelief over what happened, so excuse me if my explanation isn't the best, which is why I would want you to you in touch with my mom because her trauma is the other way around compared to mine in a way that she's much more open and vocal. In the months following my grandfather's death, I would get up to three to six panic attacks a day and the anxiety from what happened always lurks in the background of my mind. My obsessive compulsive disorder, which was manageable in my life, turned into full-blown severe OCD to the point it's been disabling to me and affecting the lives of others around me. My mother, on the other hand, developed severe post-traumatic stress disorder and the life of the entire family has been dramatically changed ever since my grandfather's death. Word. I would politely request if this interests you you find a way to reach out even if it's via zoom or discord or something to discuss more in depth before you go public about it though i am writing this with the knowledge that it might be shared publicly it is once again i would really want us to get in touch please understand dr madey caused the death of my grandfather and almost caused the death of my and, and again i've waited a good week and there's nothing up on steven benoon's channel refuting this Okay. <clears throat> now, do you understand why certain people that I've had on, I've had to come back out and say, I was completely wrong. They're a plant. They're here for the wrong reasons. They're not here for what you think they are. Well, I mean, maybe that's the case. 
you know. But the thing is, is why would you go with something that is so aggressive and so risky when you could just do like, okay, for instance, my COVID protocol, okay, which doesn't even involve drugs. I mean, it would go with, okay, let's do moderate doses of a lot of different things. Let's take a shotgun approach. Let's try to compensate for every weak link in the chain that we can with like a good, um, you know, form of, of vitamin C with calcium, magnesium, with iodine, with um, D3, with selenium, with quercetin, um, and the other things that you can do to boost the immune system. Okay, let's take that approach where we're not putting all of our eggs in one basket. Like, let's just put all of our faith in food-grade hydrogen peroxide and inject it right into the vein. You don't have a deficiency of food-grade hydrogen peroxide in the body. I understand it can do good things. But wouldn't it make more sense to like bring all the other things up in the immune system that the body needs to function, like things that it really needs, like vitamin C, which our body cannot manufacture, like a good calcium magnesium, which the only way to really get that more of that is to leach it from the bones if you're, if you're deficient, like a D3, which the only other way you can get it is through sunlight exposure on the skin. Okay, or selenium, again, which your body cannot mean. Why wouldn't you go that route? Boost the immune system as high as you can boost it. Okay, and then, and then add in the, the uh, mild silver protein, 5,000 or 10,000 part per million with a little bit of DMSO to really boost it. Really hold that thing under the, hold, hold like a tablespoon under the tongue for like 20 minutes and then swallow it between. I mean, if you're on death's doorstep, that's what I would do. And it's not risky. What I'm just saying, it's, not, it's never killed anybody. What I just told you. Why wouldn't you go that route? And only reserve like the drug. Okay, let's say, okay, then if that's not getting the job done, and I haven't seen that be the case yet. Okay, then, okay, go with your, if you want to, go with your ivermectin and your hydroxychloroquine, which I've done warnings on those. They do have side effects. I'm not a great fan of them. Okay. I mean, just not. Zinc, another one that I, that I left out there. If your blood is 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 thick and clotting up, let's say this is from the COVID shot or something or, or whatever. Okay, add in natokinase to thin the blood. Okay, you've been around people that are vaxxed and, and you're you're afraid they're shedding spike proteins on you. Okay, well make sure you got NAC in there. Okay, the N-acetylcysteine and make maybe black seed oil. These are things that bind up the spike proteins. Okay, all of that is in my COVID protocol. I don't think there's anything better in the world than that, okay? And I know I'm biased. And I know that sounds prideful, but I'm just saying, guys, I sit here and I will refine and, and um, uh, improve and revamp and update like my protocols on that. And I've been doing that for like, you know, close to two years now, just on the, well, really, no, really cl more closer to three or, you know, plus years since COVID became a thing. Not even since the VAX, because I started the protocol before they even introduced the VAX. And that presented a whole new set of problems. If you were a, like an alternative doctor, which she kind of is acting like she is, why wouldn't you start that route? 
and then only use the drugs if necessary and then only reserve something like hydrogen peroxide injections which i wouldn't ever do as a last resort why would you start with that is the point i'm trying to make i hope i'm making sense here this is how i approach alternative healthcare. okay now i i haven't been able to take patients in 12 years since i moved up here uh due to massive ministry constraints and i just can't do it all okay but I do try to get the information out there so you can implement it um, on your own and, and get the word out, that type of stuff. I just don't understand this, why you go that route. And then to turn tail and run, and then, <laughs> because, you know, your whiz-bang treatment's not working, and then all the other red flags with her, with all her new age connections, all the shows she's appearing on with like that Sasha Stone guy who is a total new age freak, that guy, who's at the head of that Academy of Divine Knowledge, which is where all the new age doctors are coming together and coalescing under one mantle in order to fight the wicked, evil, great reset cabal. And yeah, they are wicked and evil, And but what are what are they? Oh, we're all about love and light. Didn't I just talk about that in the last thing? The 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 law of one that Ra, the Egyptian sun god, gives us where there's no good or evil. Yeah. Love and light, light and love. Yeah. David Icke is a part of that. I mean, it, well, I give you a link here. Um, and I've played this video before. And it's called The Aquarian Luciferian Agenda, the New Age Doctor Network. You can click on that link. Um I've done whole reports on this, many. I've got a whole file on the New Age Doctor Network under with the whole COVID, supposedly fighting the Great Reset. Uh, one comment about this read, the Madaj Institute of Divine Knowledge, where you have all the New Age Satanist fanboys are all there. You've got to be real careful who you yoke yourself up with. But yeah, she's dangerous. She's dangerous, and I and I have said that that <laughs> she is really um, somebody that you got to be extremely uh, careful with. Okay, so now let's get into the um, this whole debacle with the vote scam that just happened. So this is a video once again. Computer vote crime spikes show how the midterms were stolen now the only way you're going to appreciate this is if you watch it but i'm going to play about six minutes and I'm, I'm going to interpret a lot of what i'm seeing on the screen and you can go watch it i'm not a fan of mike lindell the, the my pillow guy he's all part of that same restore america thing with pro trump sis boom ba rah 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 we're going to get the we're going to get the country back it's right left paradigm it's coke pepsi we're all we're all yoked up with the new age doctor network we're gonna bring us. We're gonna get the wicked cabal out of there and bring us into the grand, glorious new world order, which is what I really believe how it's gonna turn out in that whole thing. But what he's saying here is true, okay? And that's why I say I glean, but you know, with provisos and warnings. Um, the communist dictator and mass murderer Joseph Stalin once said, "Those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything." And that's more true today than ever. I mean, he would have salivated over having this type of vote scam that we've got set up in this country. Okay, before we get into that, I just went and I, I went to all of Carrie Madaj's websites, her BitChute site, her main website, um, 
where in her main website even where she had videos there her bit shoot site where she had videos there's nothing up there refuting what you just heard nothing okay so i'm trying to i'm trying to be as fair as i possibly can i mean this has come out this was like you know a little while ago and you would think that she would want to answer this you know claim if this was totally untrue she no she's going to want to sweep it under the rug and um this is what i'm seeing and it doesn't it doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise me one bit um all right so let's go to this video here where they're showing the literal vote tallies um on a uh like a it's a graph that they're showing and uh candidate number of votes have displayed and then the time okay so time is on the bottom and votes votes gained are on the um time is on the horizontal bottom and then on the side going up vertically are the votes okay so i'm just going to kind of describe you a lot about what's going on here the biggest sale going up i'm putting my cursor over it votes going up staying the same staying the same and then we have we go from 326,000 votes down to 288,000 votes so where'd they go they're gone yeah. you now again and this is the first candidate they're showing is actually john fetterman but they already started him so much higher than Dr. Oz, which I don't like Dr. Oz either. But this John Fetterman guy, and I didn't really look into him. He, he's just, I mean, he's an absolute creep. No, from what I've heard, nobody can figure out how he could have possibly beat Dr. Oz. They started him, I think, too high. So what they did is they kind of manipulated the votes down when they saw that, oh, well, they had Dr. Oz at a low enough number. And I'm talking, he slaughtered Dr. Oz, it looks like, on votes. It wasn't even close. So the point is, is how do you, on a graph where you're getting continually more and more votes, how does the tally on a timeline go down? How is that possible? Because, okay, if you've got 100 votes... And let's say you don't get any more votes for two hours. Okay, well, the line's going to be flat then. It's not going to go down because you can't subtract votes, right? I mean, if you got 100 votes, you got 100 votes. Okay. Well, how are these lines going down? Now, most of all the other ones that were close races, you're going to see the um, Republican candidate that was winning their votes go down with Fetterman it was so such a gap that they thought oh we probably should back off on this a little bit and subtract some of his votes he's already we've already got him winning and it, nobody's going to believe if he wins by any larger of a margin because our candidate is a total creep weirdo that can barely talk and um, we probably need to pump the brakes just a little bit on this, is, is my theory on, on this first first one. Can't go in reverse, everybody. These are the order these votes are coming in through the Edison Report, which is one of the biggest monopolies in this country. Every single vote goes through New Jersey, and then it comes out to us. I, I switched over while you were talking to the governor race in uh, Pennsylvania, and you'll see it happened there, too. So we have a 63,000, we have a 90,000 crime spike, another 90,000 crime spike, a 63,000 crime okay. spike. Okay, when he's saying crime spike, he means that's where they're just, they're adding in with the computer machine. They're just adding tons of votes, like almost sometimes instantly. 
like they're there it's not like a graph would go up gradually if you're just gradually accumulating votes i mean we're talking about gigantic spikes that would not occur um naturally in in an election type of of process and then they go uh oh the whole world's gonna know yeah. that Mastriano's getting you know we're cheating by too much so what do they do everybody yeah. right there point to the cursor yeah they got they took away ninety thousand votes yeah from the Democrats. So so this is another Democrat. They already started him very, very high. He was blowing this Mastriano guy away, which I'm sure is a total lie from the pit of hell. So, But then they got to the point where they're like, just like they did with Fetterman, they actually took away, what he said, 66,000 votes, which you can't, you you can't, that, that doesn't make any sense. You, you can't go and all of a sudden subtract 66,000 votes. I mean, did they come out with a press release explaining why they did this? No, they're just hoping that you'll never look into this any further. Because this has been working for decades and, and, and they're just flagrant right now. They're right out in the open and they're not very polished and they're actually not very good at what they do. They're lazy. And um, that's how the minions of the devil a lot of times are. They're, they are lazy, they're sloppy. And so this doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, if you, guys, if you look, just... it took the vote total back to where it had been way back here yeah these are real-time crime spikes yeah machine manipulation look at that you see that democrat go ding yeah. up 150,000 votes because herschel was taking the lead yeah. so they just dumped a bunch of votes by computer in there yeah everybody can understand that that's something everybody can enjoy real-time crime yeah. it's right there in front of you. that's a hundred thousand votes that comes out of nowhere yeah so this is the one with Herschel Walker uh, going against that really radical Democrat. And this is the Georgia Senate. Now, this one is where you've got a v much closer race. The Democrat, they hadn't manipulated it to the point where, I mean, you know, like I had, um, I, I, a lot of people had observed over the country um, where they went to the Republican voting centers Republican districts that were primarily Republicans. And then there's just lines out the door. I mean, um, the guy on Alex Jones, the, the one broadcaster there, um, had noticed that. He, he went and checked the liberal voting districts. There's hardly anybody there. Um, my daughter actually did some research on this with some of the, her acquaintances, and she looked up their voting uh, records just, just to kind of wonder. Well, like, none of them had voted in years and they're all democrats now these aren't like her good buddy friends these are like some people she knows but the voting records are public record evidently and virtually all of the people she knew that were republicans did vote yet their votes not being um not being counted at all uh, or if it is it's being you know disappears into the ether type of thing um the voting polling, the, the voting stations, a lot of them were just empty. But in the big cities, what they can do is stuff the ballot box. And basically, they're going to really use the, the manipulation of the electronic voting machines at those places. They control those districts. They own them. They're going to do it. And whatever numbers they need to come up with, whatever lying numbers they need to come up with. I mean, the day that it, I don't know, the day after it happened. And again, I'm not I'm not saying I'm a fan of Infowars, but they had a really good, nice compilation video of, of people all over the country that were showing voting 
PlayStation after voting PlayStation where there was some really sketchy, lying, satanic stuff going on where they were clearly in the process of rigging the votes. Clearly. It was about 10 or 15 minutes straight. It was only like a day afterward where this was where this was happening. Okay, in this particular race with Herschel Walker, it was a lot tighter. So what they did is as soon, and this is so classic, because as soon as this candidate, because they can only manipulate the votes so much, as soon as they this um the um line started to cross where it was this graph we're looking at here as soon as the the blue democratic candidate dropped it looked like a hair below herschel walker's numbers immediately there was a gigantic spike in the votes i don't even know how many uh, I, I, maybe they'll say here it was a it was in a straight line. It wasn't like on a graph where you would expect to see a gradual sloping type of, of line as more and more votes are added. No, this was a straight straight um, line at about oh I don't know if you would call that about eighty five degrees eighty degree angle straight that gave this person this really radical democrat that was running against herschel walker a um a gigantic lead that was never relinquished up to the very end and that's how they do it that's i mean and i'm, I'm going to go a lot further into this today just because i think that this is necessary this is a device of satan that we need to be aware of that has been going on in this country for decades i that's just not real if you took that real spike out that crime spike Herschel would be up by 150,000 votes. Right. Yeah, it yep. looks like about 100,000 votes spike there, if I'm reading that correctly. Out of nowhere, yes, that one. Yeah. For Here's Gret one for Gretchen Whitmer, the, the, the witch of Michigan, okay? Uh, same, same exact thing that happened to Herschel Walker. You can see it here. She got this gigantic bump um, uh, on a, um, a straight line bump of votes that basically gave her the lead that was never relinquished after they gave her that. Widmer. I mean, they got it. They got to give you some semblance that this is some kind of fair election. Okay, they they and this is their version of this dog and pony show. Um, that has all the indications of a vote dump. Yeah. Uh, of of likely counterfeit ballots. Um, both of these look really really strange, but in particular yeah, that this one. Yeah, that one. Because had, there was uh, almost hardly any increase in the. Um, yeah. That's 22.23, so it's 10.23 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, if Eastern. I'm reading that correctly. Correct. And so that is almost beyond belief. Wow, look at this, everybody. That's a million votes up and a million votes down. Oh, my word. You know, a million votes here and a million votes there. So this one, they really messed up bad. This is the Illinois Senate, and, and they had started the Tammy Duckworth, their devil uh democratic candidate um uh ahead of this uh, the lady she's running against the republican and it gets to i don't even know what on the timeline and it looks to be about 10 40. i am talking a gigantic five hundred thousand at least no more than that what am i saying I mean, we are almost talking a linear 
600 to 700,000 votes, just straight up and then across and then straight down. Again, how can you go down? Once you get the votes, they're yours, right? No, they were like, no, 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 this isn't going to look right. The, the margin of winning is going to be too great. It's too great of a, because we're sloppy, we're Satanists, we love eating babies, and we're not really on, we're, we're not really thinking too clearly. We've had our third uh, COVID shot plus the booster. We're taking every, every psychotropic med known to man. We're doing all these other probably illicit drugs on the side. We're drinking our fluoridated water. We're doing everything that Satan wants us to do. Our brains aren't quite working right, okay? And as a result, we're gonna make these kind of colossal errors that, we're, they're, that they're hoping you never notice. And this is the biggest one yet. It goes down then about 600 to 700,000 votes in a, almost a straight line. How do you lose 700,000 votes? You know, again, it's all a satanic ruse and lies. Eventually, it adds up to real, you know, real election. Can you explain this one? Can you explain this one? <laughs> well, I, I, I can't really explain it. Yeah. The, I mean, I can't. There is, there is it, no explanation. There is no explanation, right? but you see that you had an update at uh, Eastern Time, what is that, uh, 1042, of about a million votes for Duckworth and pretty much none for the other person and then you see it wasn't like it was something that came right back it's like we kept on having a little more updates a little more updates and then suddenly there goes the million votes back down again that million person spike there million vote spike could only be done with computers obviously right one would imagine it would be difficult to come up with a way that someone could have accidentally keyed in an extra million votes uh, what kind of system that's used in our elections, something as important as our elections, allows this to happen? Oh, we're going to uh, discuss that next. We're going to discuss what kind of system allows this to happen, all by design, on purpose. At this point, you see there was a lot. At this point, there's about... Uh, <sighs> Uh, three. There's another one, Minnesota governor. I mean, this is such a joke. I mean, the way that these things are spiking, it, it it's just unbelievable you you know it's about almost almost half uh, a million votes that yeah. all get dumped at once yeah and oh, you'll yeah. see that it creates a difference right uh of about because at the, at the beginning supposedly they were neck and neck and they're like oh no we need we need to create some separation here so they just dump a million million votes for this democratic candidate and then they just don't relinquish it and then they just kind of um just incrementally uh skew the vote dump more votes just making sure that they're a comfortable margin ahead so that the margin is not too great um and that if there's any discrepancies at the end the margin will still be great enough to overcome any other kind of i don't know controversy at the end or whatever so it's it's all rigged and they don't have to do this in every state they 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 um they only have to do it in the states they predetermine that they've got to win typically they're already um states that are dominated by and again i'm not saying the republicans aren't, aren't in on this whole process okay because they are i mean we're going to show you how that george bush stole the election um two different times and he's a republican okay it just depends on who the illuminati wants in office okay and that's what this is all really um determined on at this point hundred and uh nineteen thousand votes Right. 
Okay. Now you'll see though now at this point we're only forty percent or so through the election in terms of number of votes. But you will see that basically the two the, every update tends to mirror each other. And when you get to the end here, your difference is only ten thousand votes different than it was here. Yeah. So what that means is the first forty percent of the election was all of this difference. This is, and the so entire... this is the most fake graph of them all because once they establish that gigantic gap at the very beginning where they dump like, I don't know, a million votes for the governor, every single time one gets a spike, the other one will get a spike. And it's almost like a mirror with the Republican and the Democrat. It's almost like a mirror, exact mirror of each other, which wouldn't be the case as, as more like predominantly conservative districts would be... Um, the Republican would get more of a boost, okay, more maybe Democratic district, districts like the big cities, then you would see a surge for the Democrat. You don't see that here at all. You see them literally marrying themselves once they've already established that, I don't know, 500,000 vote gap. And again, it's it's a total dog and pony lie show that they're foisting on America and have done for decades. Last 60% was essentially a 50-50 election. There was a, just a few minutes ago, uh, Dana Nessel was at 390,000 votes whenever this update happened. <laughs> when yeah. the update was wow. over, she had 752,000 votes. Yeah. It was an update that uh, uh, oh, added wow. like, you know, 360,000 votes. You've almost got to see these graphs to really appreciate what... I, I can't even hardly describe this one. It's so egregious. It's so insane. It's it's so satanic, what they've done. And again, I understand right-left paradigm. I get it. I'm the one that screams loudest about that. But, you know, what's evil is evil, and what is right is right, and what is wrong is wrong. And I'm going to point it out, no matter where I see it. And um, it's just unbelievable in one update and it means she now holds a lead on uh on matt paterno <laughs> oh my it, word uh, it's it's horrifying well you can see it here okay if you put it up on the uh, uh put it up on the screen you can see how things are going you can see that you know the perno was pulling away pulling away pulling away as time went on yeah yeah and then yeah in this case the they they uh, they were they weren't really on top of it as much and they let the Republican, they, they, there must have been a massive amount of votes for this Michigan Attorney General on the Republican side. And they were having a hard time keeping it all in check. So at the very end, they spike them both because the Republican was leading. Um, and they spike them both to kind of make it look more believable. But they spiked the Republican like about a less of, oh my word, they spiked the Democrat. It looks like. 300,000 to 750,000 at the very end. So, like, more than double in, like, the last, you know, half hour of all the votes came in. Supposedly for the... Now, they spiked the Republican, but not ne not near as much. So, the Republican came in well below the Democrat. Even the Republican that had been beating them for hours, this other candidate. Update at... Uh, 125 Eastern Time. So that was wow. like 10 minutes ago. Unbelievable. 10 minutes ago. They, they, and, they, and you know what? 
Why do they do it then? Because there's nobody out there. Fox doesn't report anything no. anyway, much less middle of the night updates. Yeah, I'm surprised he'd, he'd you know, throw Fox under the bus. But, yeah, it's true. They're all gatekeepers. Lindell's even at the end of the day a gatekeeper. I mean, they all. They, I, mean, I, I think Mike Adams and Alex Jones are right-left paradigm gatekeepers at the end of the day. You watch who they end up pointing to as the coming solution for the world, as I've warned you about when you're having david wilcock on and david ike and and you know the whole thing about we're going to overthrow the wicked cabal and get all the wicked okay well what are we going to install what what bible can you show me that things are going to get better and better and that we're going to go into some wonderful utopia okay i'm not saying we shouldn't not fight evil that's all i've been doing for you know 20 plus years really with this ministry since the ministry even started in newsletter form i'm i'm trying to occupy till jesus comes i'm trying to be a good soldier i'm trying to be a watchman who's warning other people but at the end of the day i also know what the bible says in revelation and daniel and second thessalonians 2 and matthew 24 and in these types of things and i know that we're going to have to go through some some rough times and in um the tribulation and these types again whether you're pre-trib post-trib or mid-trib i'm just saying we're in the end times okay and I just see where they're going to end up pointing to something that is not good as the solution. This is the way I, because I don't see them operating in any kind of biblical, um, biblically prophetic and correct view of the Bible. That's the most important reason I say that. This smells like a Wayne County special here. If you're out there, and you're like this guy that just called me from the campaign and, uh, you know, didn't believe in machine and computer crimes. Let's just keep spending money. Whoever spends the most money yeah. wins. You know, I mean, look at look at all the millions and millions and millions that was spent on all these elections for all these different candidates. And to, and to know that, as, especially at this level, I'm not saying this is all the same for local. OK, but at this level, it's basically especially it depends on the state that you're in too i think that that is dependent upon if if it is a very blue leaning state democratically and granted i understand that they can be right for the republicans not as much i think uh because that doesn't a republican viewpoint doesn't really obviously uh that's not something that the new world order would want to install typically and i think we're getting we're seeing it's just becoming overwhelming now where the democratic steal because the democratic mindset of kill steal destroy kill babies take away your guns you know pro pornography pro lgbtq pro trans that's what they want is the norm okay that's what they want to install and they want to make it illegal to speak out against any of it now i saw rumors that it's, it's up even on drudge i saw somebody else put it and i don't know if it's going to happen that Dems keep Senate, so that was a total lie from the pit of hell, obviously. And House in the balance. Now, I hadn't even heard that. Uh, I saw somebody sent me, forwarded me an email tonight and said, you watch, they're going to take the House. If they take the House and the Senate, and I understand we're right-left paradigm, I get it, Coke-Pepsi, but if they do all that, if they take the House, the Senate with Biden in office and, and nasty Pelosi and Schumer and all them, they're most likely, I predict, and I, I think Biden intimated this, they will come for the guns. Because the guns have always been what has been stopping them. One of the main things that have stopped them from just steamrolling everybody 
is the guns and i would pers- and i would say that would be one of their next agendas and it'll be some under, under some oh look the republicans they orchestrated all these false flag events in order because uh they were um disgruntled over the um election results which are fair and square obviously we've just shown you how fair and square they are blame all that on conservatives gun owners christians pro-life and coming now granted i know that's maximum doom and gloom what i just said i'm just saying if you you if you get into any type of of how evil would view this that would be the opportune time to pull off something like that because they would have the built-in excuse of all the and all of the righteous indignation from the right and conservatives is absolutely 100 percent justified now what are the churches what are republican um people doing what are all the what are they doing to battle this to battle this absolute total travesty vote stealing uh, i don't see a whole lot really with anything with real teeth in it i see a lot of talking i don't see anything with real teeth in it regarding the right um exposing this because for the most part the right left paradigm is just two sides of the same wicked coin and the people at the top and I don't mean all the people in near the bottom, which maybe don't know anything and they have good hearts and, and they're just, you know, I understand the heart is deceitful above all things. I'm just saying they're 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 really wanting to put somebody righteous in office. There's a lot of people that are like that. I mean, obviously I'm in that camp as well. They're not understanding how wicked and corrupt, though, the right-left paradigm is and how wicked it is at the top and how they're all part of the same boys and girls club at the top. Um so i don't see how anything's really going to change i didn't see how anything was going to change with with this election because they it was obvious trump should have won the last one and you know i'm no trump fan but he obviously should have beat biden i mean that is such a joke that biden ever got in and yet here we are with the same thing exact same thing this time so why would we think anything's going to change with somebody like biden in office and they've had two more years to refine their craft their witchcraft of vote stealing and obviously, the, the evidence is all there for every bit of it. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's just finish this video out. Get more money. All the efforts that went into these campaigns. Yeah. All the all the campaigning. All the hours. The hours and hours and yeah. hundreds and millions of hours. And Satan knowing all along that it was all going to be, for the most part, for nothing. Especially if they get the house. You know. All the, the monetary resources that were drained from people on the right wanting to support, let's say, a good candidate, okay? Because I know there are, there, there are some great candidates out there. I'm not saying they're all wicked and evil. But those are not those are the ones that are typically not permitted to win. I mean, unless God the hand of God intervenes, and I'm not saying the hand of God can intervene, but the problem is, is the country is, you know, for the most part, kind of turned their back on God. So in that particular environment it's very hard to see the hand of god move unless there's mass repentance which is not happening there's the cruel crux of the problem you know and then you and there are all the resources and money that goes in where i can take a computer and go sorry all down the drain yes he's acting like he's punching a keyboard and you can take a computer and just everything goes out the door which is what they can do. And I'm gonna prove that in the coming videos. 
And all, you know what? If anybody's watching out there, maybe you should probably put your resources in to help save the country and investigate and, and, and go after lawsuits and, and stuff that we have to do to get rid of these machines to give back the country. To get back the country. Okay, so let's go to the next video. Okay, so um, I just added this video in. It's, it's a really good four-minute succinct video entitled Voter Fraud and the Illusion of Freedom. According to recorded history, the first democratic election began around 500 BC in ancient Greece, when the tyrannical government was able to avoid a people's revolution by allowing them a choice, usually between two people, an illusion of freedom for an awakening populace. This was the beginning of the two-party system that we have today in America. Both Republicans and Democrats bought and paid for by the same hidden hand. Freedom from tyranny is a dream that has never been fully realized in the civilized world. And I'm really surprised that Infowars would, would put out this video because they're so sis boom ba rah 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 for Trump and the right. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times that Alex Jones is feigned that he's angry with Trump about the kill shot or some of but yet he just keeps going back and promoting I, I guess in in the common mindset is that yes he's evil but you know we're still going to vote for him and the vote for the lessers of the, the lesser of two evils is still a vote for evil is my point okay um and they're very pretty much promoted the whole right left paradigm pretty hard so i'm surprised they would kind of release this video safe to say that america has never had an honest fair election buying votes for liquor was already a custom from england and in 1758 george washington spent his entire campaign budget on 160 gallons of booze for the few wow, hundred how christian of george washington owners who were allowed to vote in the presidential election 160 gallons of liquor in hopes of persuading 390 vote 91 voters to go his way you know he was definitely led of i'm sure i mean i don't even want to say that but he obviously was not led of god to do such a thing okay um you think if you think george washington was a christian you need to hear my study on george washington and wa look at the pdf the supporting pdf for that because the Illuminati only honors its own you know the guy's on the quarter he's on the one dollar bill he's the most honored president we've ever had he was a high-level Freemason he has got essentially his own Freemasonry um, museum just about dedicated to him or at least a, a lot of it is dedicated to him in Alexandria patterned after Alexandria Egypt uh, in Alexandria Virginia where there's a big obelisk there and all kind of his original Freemasonic regalia. He was buried in a Freemasonic funeral. I mean, it's not even... If you take any kind of honest look at George Washington, it's not really debatable. The problem is, is we only hear one whitewashed version of it. And um, <clears throat> the file I got on, on him now is even more voluminous. I, but I just don't have time to do another study. But just can George Washington at contendingfortruth.com and, and you can listen to that if you so choose. The earliest elections were not conducted in secret. So after days of heavy drinking, each person would openly declare his vote for all to see. 
In the 1840s, the Democrat Party began deploying an election strategy known as cooping, as in chicken coop. They would lure people into back rooms and basements where they would beat them and drug them and force them to vote Democrat several times nice. in different disguises. Cooping was common enough that many believe the writer Edgar Allan Poe was killed from being drugged during a cooping incident during the Baltimore election of 1849. In 1855, thousands of Missourians crossed the border to illegally vote in a Kansas election. With guns drawn, they coerced every town to record their votes. Some towns had five times as many votes as its entire population, and 90% of the votes supported the pro-slavery candidates that the residents of Kansas were mostly against. During the late 1850s, several of the infamous gangs of New York were hired and brought into D.C. during a local election to intimidate voters of the opposition. Things got so violent and out of hand that the U.S. Marines were called in to clear the streets of gang members. Around 10 people were killed. In 1868, hundreds of black men were killed in Louisiana for being registered to vote Republican. These are just a few examples of voter fraud, but the entire two-party system is a fraud. No matter who you vote for, the policy never changes right. because the system is not interested in personal freedom. And so they will always cheat. Starting in 1948 with the infamous Box 13 scandal, LBJ introduced a new form of voter fraud to be embraced for years to come by both parties. The simple technique of waiting until the end and then stuffing the ballot box with whatever you need. Electronic voting has only made this easier, allowing manipulation of the vote count all the way through. Oh yeah. Mike Lindell's team recorded the election tally in real time, and we can easily see evidence- That's the video I just played. Manipulation. Hundreds of thousands of votes for Democrat candidates all in an instant. A million here, a million there, in an instant click of a button. We can also see several inexplicable negative drops that can only be explained as manipulated adjustments to keep it close. Right. Sloppy, as always. Yep. The civilized world has never been free, and America lost the Republic years ago to the mob rule madness of democracy and the two-party system. But considering our history, we can easily reverse this and grow in a positive direction, if we so choose. Reporting for InfoWars. If we so choose. No, Greg, it's a little more complicated than if we so choose, okay? Here's the solution, but I don't see any Bible for it happening. Second uh, Chronicles 7.14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. But because his people, the ones that call themselves Christians, aren't doing that in any kind of real numbers, things are going to, you know, that expression, hell in a handbasket or whatever. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of Bible verses that you could that you could quote regarding the current state of what this country is descending into. And I, I say, I mean, I just, <laughs> I'd say... Overall, and I'm not saying this like I'm, I'm Mr. Perfect or Mr. Sanctimonious or I'm not guilty of, of, of any of these things myself, okay? But 
I'd say these verses are pretty representative of Christianity as a whole uh, in America and in most countries. Um, therefore, judgment, Isaiah 59.9, therefore judgment, now this is just judgment, is far from us. Neither does justice overtake us, for we wait, we wait for light, but behold obscurity. For, it bright, for brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate, desolate places as dead men. We roar all like bears and mourn like sore doves. We look for judgment, and that is just judgment. Okay, But there is none for salvation, but it is far off from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In trespassing in trespassing and lying against the Lord, and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Okay, so as a result, and judgment is turned away backward. And this isn't like, this is just judgment. Like you want to go to the court system and get a just verdict. Verdict. Well, you know, that's not the norm now. Or you want, you know, like you would want judgment on this horrible thing that just happened with the stealing of the elections. Nope, nope. Judgment is turned away backwards. And justice standeth afar off. Is there any justice in what just happened with, with the vote stealing? It stands far off in this type of environment where this these dynamics are at play. For truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And that's P-R-E-Y, like the prey of an animal, like a lion stalking his prey. Well, guess what? In the environment that we're living in, he that departeth from evil, like you and I, okay, my listeners and, and those other, the remnant, the body of Christ, if you depart from evil, in this particular environment that's being described here, you make yourself a target. You make yourself a prey. And the Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no judgment. See, God loves just judgment. When you say judge not lest ye be judged that is when you have a beam in your own eye and you're judging the speck in your brothers and that's according to what jesus christ said but he that is spiritual judgeth all things is what the bible also says in the new testament and to judge righteous judgment and if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged is what the bible says those are in new testament too um <clears throat> And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him, meaning God. It brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. Um, let me see if there's anything else here. Anyway, that's that's kind of the, the, uh, the state of affairs that we're in in America. You know, we can't expect justice or, ju or, or just judgment on wickedness. Because so much of what I said is the norm, and that's within those that would identify as Christians. Okay? And there hasn't been repentance. There hasn't been, you know, if my people call by my name, shall humble themselves. Is that happening? No. 
anything, they're more puffed up with pride. And pray and seek my face. That's not happening. And turn from their wicked ways. For the most part, I don't think that's happening. I think it's fair to say that. Then I will, but only under those conditions will they hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So that's why the, all this is happening. All the, the wickedness that is encroaching by the day. Is I just boiled it down for you biblically on an explanation for why things are getting so insanely wicked and evil. Bible does predict it's going to happen, but I gave you the biblical reasons for it happening. And I, yeah, and I know scripture will be fulfilled. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy 3.13 You know, for in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. 1 Timothy 4.1 I mean, that's that's where we're at. Okay, so the next video, GOP vote fraud, smoking gun, banned. This was banned from CNN, Fox, NBC. Bev Harris is the founder of Black, Black Box Voting at blackboxvoting.org. She was blackballed by all the networks. This was her last CNN report after Ms. Harris participated in HBO's documentary, Hacking Democracy. And I've played this like a long time ago. I'm going to go ahead and play it again. It's just as pertinent today as it was um, back when she recorded this. And this video is 14 years old. And this is when Lou Dobbs still was doing some decent work. Um, I don't know what he's doing now, but he's interviewing her. And this is uh, Beverly here. The voting machines will count at least three out of every four votes cast in next week's election. But the e-voting machines may not be reliable. They may not be safe from tampering. If the voting process is not secure, then our very democracy is well, It's never been really secure, as we've heard in the last video. And this video is 14 years old, so you can imagine how much less it's secure now. A new documentary, Hacking Democracy, is set to air on HBO Thursday evening, telling the story of writer-turned-voter activist Bev Harris. She joins us now, and along uh, with Bev, Hugh Thompson, chief security strategist at the firm Security Innovations, Good to have you both here. Bev, we have been reporting here. I know you've been working on this issue for years. How how dire do you think the threat is come Tuesday? I think Tuesday is going to be pretty rough. It may look okay on Tuesday, but in the 10 days following, I think we're going to find a lot of records that don't match up, and there's going to be a lot of confusion. A lot of confusion. Do you think, uh, we hear from our viewers all the time, concerned in a partisan way about what will happen with these four uh, these machines manufactured by four basic manufacturers uh, they they view these machines not only suspiciously in terms of the of the, the software that they use the way in which they're designed and operated but they think there's true partisan influence do you agree well I think on both sides you see the, the problem with the machines is whoever has custody of the machines has a tremendous advantage if they choose to manipulate exactly. the election yeah it's, and, it goes on Republican and Democrat I, I just I, I cannot imagine you how we got to a situation where the federal government is spending billions of dollars to buy machines that can be opened with uh, mini bar keys uh, that can be tampered with it's kind of scary when you kind of take the analogy of electronic voting machines with other machines. This is Hugh Thompson, security strategist.
that have huge consequences of failure that people put their trust in. Like when I get into an elevator to come to this interview, right, or when I go in an airplane, I believe that somebody that knows a lot about airplanes and knows a lot about elevators has checked these things out for safety and security. But the kind of flaws that we've found just sort of show that that checking really isn't being done. In, in the documentary, one example of the way these machines can fail uh, is the uh, case of Susan uh, Berniker, a Republican candidate uh, from New Orleans, uh, as you well know, who ran for city council. Uh, let's take a look at what happened. This is where I came the day that the uh, warehouses are open to the candidates to inspect. So I came here with an old college buddy. He grabbed his camera, and I asked him to show me how the machine worked. So I just started fooling around with the machine. And it's when I pressed the button next to my name, and then I look down and I see Mr. Gambaluka's name in the display when I press Susan Bernacker. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, all too so tough. she pressed the button for one candidate, but another guy showed up. Unfortunately. Well, she obviously wasn't too pleased about that, <laughs> as, uh, as I can imagine. Yes, uh, as we all can imagine. Uh, this has already happened in early voting uh, uh, down in Florida, as uh, Kitty Pilgrim reported here tonight. How did we get to this to the point that four basic manufacturers uh, making these machines, uh, using uh, laboratories to test and verify their equipment, that the that the companies pay rather than independent federal agencies doing so, or even state agencies? How did we get here, you? You know, it's interesting that the folks that are actually verifying the machines, it's kind of like asking me, right? So my PhD's in mathematics, and it's like asking me to verify the flight worthiness of a Boeing 737. I don't know anything about planes or avionics, but I can say, well, it's got a couple of engines, it's got a big fin on the back, looks like it's good to go. There's somebody sitting in the front seat. And that's what's happening with voting machines. You have people that don't understand software security that are saying, okay, it adds two votes together. Let's push it off. So we really need new standards. And the idea that these companies with their proprietary software, and this is the part I really love, uh, are basically in control of the election because no one can verify what they're doing except the, their own uh, employees. What are we going to do? Well, one of the things, it's too late for this election to really do any fundamental changes. And so one of the things we need to do is really document the heck out of this situation. And, you know, in 2000... But nothing's changed in the 14 years since this video's been posted. I mean, very little. I'm not saying people haven't tried, but very little has, you know, you just, in real time, you're, you're seeing the, 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 the graphs that they're releasing that, Mike Lindell was covering, and it's just more flagrant now than ever. And again, really what it boils back to is the biblical remedies that I talked about, that that's that should be the main thing the church is focusing in on. But, you know, the 501c3 church, you know, they should be up in arms, you know, collectively about the voter fraud that just went on. And I, I don't I don't hear anything from from that sect of Christianity, as they call themselves. I, I don't really they would have the power. There's there's, you know, dozens and dozens of churches in, in most towns that call themselves Christians. 
they would have the power even from um you know from boots on the ground from praying fasting but they're part of the system as i've been saying for years and they've been gelded as a result of that for the most part not not every single church but the most for most of them they have or we had people telling stories this time we need to be out there with video cameras and get public records so that we can really tell the story of what happens well, then the we're going to need to solve it long term well the Diebold corporation is not happy about this documentary so we really? want to uh, issue uh, <laughs> and they issued this request to hbo <laughs> they said the material errors and material misrepresentations are so egregious that hbo should pull the documentary failing that it's not up on youtube i can't find it i can find little bits and pieces and there is a hacking democracy little website kind of it's a youtube but there's just some snippets and bits and stuff from it maybe you can find it elsewhere i don't think it's necessary personally i think hopefully what i'm going to give you is probably probably enough to be pretty convincing about this the airing rebuttal and disclaimer are not only appropriate but also in the best interests of hbo and its subscribers now we talked with the representatives of hbo earlier they said they plan uh, to stand by the documentary they have no plans to withdraw it i'm sure that pleases you it does anyone interested in uh, free speech and expanding the public knowledge and the public's right to know they also say that uh, the documentary Depot refers to isn't the same one that HBO will air. I mean, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, here's a good thing. You know, if you're going to make a letter like that, it would be good to actually watch the documentary. That, that, that would be advisable. That would be a story. Yeah. But, 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 you know, the, the interesting issue is the documentary really isn't about a particular company or particular voting system. It's more about, you know, we don't have standards to verify these things. And we should point out, uh, uh, we have been doing intensive reporting on this broadcast. We want to point out uh, that Diebold has not. Uh, ever accepted my invitation to join me here to talk about no. it, uh, which we find remarkable. Uh, we thank you both. We uh, wish you. They're a wicked, evil, corrupt, satanic company, and they don't—they don't want to be in any kind of real spotlight where scrutiny could be, or you know, just accusations could be leveled against them. Obviously, they're not going to want that. Uh, okay, so let's go further. All right, if you're still not convinced, let's go a little bit further. Now, related, the the website www.blackboxvoting.org which is Bev Harris's site I don't know if it's under new anyway I give you you know you can go to that link I give you a link here in the PDF um, they've got a report up there that says that was then this is now black box voting 2.0 uh, black box voting 2.0 was launched in 2021 to combine legacy research from Bev Harris who developed the original black box black box voting in 2003 with the current work by a growing citizen talent pool. I wish they had like an email list or something. I didn't see anything like that on there. I didn't really see anything current like regarding this election that just got stolen. So I don't know whether they're just kind of in, uh, I don't know, holding pattern. I don't know. But uh, there is a lot of good stuff up at the site still. So then there's this, Uncounted, a documentary about a voting system under threat. Um, uncounted themovie.com if you want to go purchase the dvd you can again you could probably find hacking democracy from hbo somewhere maybe on ebay or whatever or through other sites on the internet this is uncountedthemovie.com is an explosive new documentary that shows how the election fraud that changed the outcome of the 2004 election led to an even greater fraud in 2006 and now looms as an unbridled threat to the outcome in 2008 
this controversial feature-length film by Emmy Award-winning director David Earnhardt, the stock car driver. Sorry, that's Dale Earnhardt. So I got a little carried away there. Anyway, uh, for the DVD, you can go to UncountedTheMovie.com or yeah, UncountedTheMovie.com, and I want to play this little. Uh, I think it's like a little trailer here. Yeah, yeah, a little little short trailer. The voters turned out in record numbers and delivered an historic victory. Aides say the president sees his victory as a clear mandate. Everything we know about this election tells us the exit polls were right. George Bush lost this election. Yeah. So here's a case where the Republican lost the election, <laughs> clearly from, from the exit polls, and yet he won. Well, he was the Illuminati. He's a skull and bones, or just like his dad, just like his dad. Prescott Bush, um, George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., Prescott Bush, all skull and bonesers, and they were the ones chosen uh, for their presidential acting roles, and they, they had the right bloodline, the, the right lineage f to play that part, just like Trump was being groomed to play that part when he got in. Like they, all, like they all are. ...of the theft is almost unfathomable. Well, in some of the precincts, there was an 80% undervote. That means 8 out of 10 people who came to the poll did not care enough about the presidential race to vote. I don't think so. Yeah, right. yeah. The targeting of people of color is very computerized. We had testimony that some people stayed 12 hours in the line. And it was so blatantly obvious that the inner city machines were missing. Computers are the new 21st century threat to the voting process with these machines you can alter the outcome of the national election undetectably yeah, and again we just witnessed that uh, i just described you and you can watch the video the mike lindell video and you know you'd see it it's unbelievable and nothing is different this video is 10 years old and if anything has gotten worse there's this new breed of activists. But there's all this, these things about there where people will be out there, if you don't vote, shut your mouth, you don't have any right. But guys, the voting process is totally rigged. Shouldn't you address the 900-pound gorilla in the room and correct the problem before you worry about voting? Shouldn't that be the thing that we... No, we just want to focus on that one thing and act like voting vote rigging doesn't ever occur. Come on. Like Trump didn't win by a landslide in the last election. Like all these other votes that we just showed you were... All I'm saying is let's look at the real problem here. Okay? And, and you can have everybody in the world turning out wanting a righteous outcome and i do believe that was a landslide on on behalf of the republicans but again remember stalin's vote those who cast the vote decide nothing those who count the vote decide everything and that's what we keep coming back to and these these electronic voting machines have made that process stalin would be you know probably rolling over in his grave with glee if if they could get the the word to him in his grave or whatever oh i, mean, I know he's in hellfire but i'm just saying yeah, that whole expression of rolling over in the grave. Who no longer trust the way our election system goes. Mr. Curtis, are there programs that can be used to secretly fix elections? Yes. I wrote a prototype for President Congressman Tom Feeney that did just that. Okay, we're going to listen to that, about four minutes of that video in, in coming up. In the 2000 election, there were 
180,000 uncounted votes in Florida. He had a very simple concept that you should be able to verify your vote just like you can verify the money you get out of an ATM machine. Yeah. I put in that tape and start listening. It was smoking gun proof that Diebold was using illegal, uncertified software in their voting machines, that they knew it was illegal. It could change the outcome of every election. Whoever was in power could stay in power. What he found was an extraordinary threat to national security. The notion of stolen elections is something we assign to third world countries, but not to this beacon of freedom and democracy that we like to view ourselves as. Look at the pattern of the past few elections. We have every reason to believe that the 2008 election is going to be manipulated. You're just skull and bones or after skull and bones or politicians. Okay, so that's uncounted. There's, there's, so there's another video totally documenting this. And then the next one, and my title for this is kind of long, Rigged USA Elections Exposed, How the U.S. Votes Have Been Stolen for Decades. The testimony in this video is under oath before judges in a courtroom and is in reference to the 2000 election 22 years ago. A very credible computer programmer explains how under oath how he was hired by the Republican Speaker of the House in Florida at the time, Tom Feeney, to create a few lines of computer code designed to easily and stealthily tamper with the voting results of the electronic voting machines and central tabulators and that it can self-destruct if anyone tries to decompile the whole program to try to discover if it contains any such illicit codes, making the scam virtually undetectable. He also states that any significant discrepancy between exit polls and the official vote tallies is a sure sign there has been widespread vote fraud. At the time, in 2006, when this video was released, the description of the video reads, George Bush has shredded the Constitution. Okay, skull and bones are George Bush. He's blackened our reputation as a people and lied to us in an illegal, immoral, self-destructive military operation in Iraq. And he was never even elected president. Not in 2000, not in 2004. And the news media, Congress, and the Democratic Party have never even attempted to do anything about it. So see, that time, the Democrats were told, okay, stand down. You're two sides of the same wicked coin. Uh, now, granted, I'm not throwing everybody under the bus in the Republican Party. I'm not throwing good conservatives that support good Republican candidates under the bus. Understand, I'm not doing that, okay? I'm, I'm on that, you know... Obviously, I want righteousness, okay? I'm talking about the people at the top. I'm talking about the people that control the levers of power, those that control the top-level politicians like puppets on a string, okay? So understand that's where I'm coming from here. Uh, I'm not trying to demonize everybody in, in the Republican or on the right or the conservatives. Obviously, I would never do that. Um, in this case, though, the Democratic Party never even attempted to do anything about it. They were told, stand down, just like the Republicans were told to stand down this time as the vote was stolen, like it was last time when Biden got in. And now, I do believe Trump beat Hitlery, Clinton, okay? I mean, I, I think that's that's a no-brainer, that Trump beat Hitlery. I think probably Obama beat whatever McCain or whoever he was running against, okay? He was very popular. I mean, I think it was like 2008. My dad, you know was like so pro obama and i was trying to warn my dad i'm like you i mean i did all key and obama and see how many studies i did and i was doing my studies back then my, my dad wasn't a christian you know like i said let him 
to the Lord on his deathbed. So, you know, anyway, if you want to hear about my dad and my mom passing away and how I was, praise God, able to lead them to the Lord, just key in mom's passing and dad's passing at keyword search box um, in um, contendingfortruth.com. Anyway, they were both big on the Obama bandwagon. He was very, very popular. He was very, very slick. Um, very, very, tried to come off as very, very classy. You know, him him and Michael, um, his trans husband, wife thing there. Um, Obama being the drag dressing, drag queen dressing um, devil that he was. And I've done, I get into that in all my studies. It's pretty easy to verify. Um, I do believe there's some elections that they don't have to rig. Like probably Obama, but like when Trump won. Uh, they did with Bush, uh, evidently. Um, you know, now there's also other races that are going on at the same times that they probably have to rig for one reason or another, whatever their agenda happens to be. But anyway, um, if you're living in America, that's the kind of country we're living in now. It's it's not a question of when or if we'll lose our democracy. It's been gone a long time. Now, this was this was like, you know, this was written in 2006. <laughs> okay, so it's like when contendingfortruth.com started, you know, it was a long time ago here, like 16 years ago. Uh, obviously, things have just gotten gooder and gooder and gooder. Sorry. Uh, in that whole time period. Uh, so... I'm going to play this brief video here, and it's from the computer programmer you heard earlier before the judges in a courtroom. And uh, just can't understand why this didn't make national news. It wasn't played all over the national news. So here's him. He's This guy's coming into a courtroom, and he's being, like, sworn in and state your name type of, of stuff. That's what you're hearing here at the beginning. He's been sworn in. Uh, that's what you're seeing. Or if you're watching the video. Mr. Curtis, would you please state your full name for the record? My uh, name is Clinton Eugene Curtis. And where do you reside? Tallahassee, Florida. And what is your profession? I'm a computer programmer. Would you please speak into the microphone so the audience can hear your testimony? I'm a computer programmer. Mr. Curtis, are there programs that can be used to secretly fix elections? Yes. How do you know that to be the case? Because in October of 2000, I wrote a prototype for President Congressman Tom Feeney at the company I worked for in Oviedo, Florida, that did just that. And when you say did, did just that, it would rig an election? It would flip the vote 51-49 to whoever you wanted it to go to and whichever race you wanted to win. And would that program that you designed be something that elections officials that might be on county boards of elections could detect? They'd never see it. Mr. They'd never see it, is what he said. Would you answer that question once again? They would but we can see it, though, like with what Mike Lindell did. Uh, we could see it there really easy. I mean, that's just common sense. You look at those, the way the, the spikes and the numbers and it, I mean, it's the votes going down. I mean, you know, we're talking bumbling, you know, Keystone Cop type, uh, you know, behavior, really, with these people in control of the vote. See it. So how would such a, such a program, a secret program that uh, fixes the election, how could it be detected? 
you would have to view it either in the source code or you'd have to have a receipt and then count the hard paper against the actual vote total. Other than that, you won't see it. All right, Mr. Curtis, uh, if Or you... take an accurate exit poll, you know, and you'd find it there. I've been asked, you or others... With I mean, your... compare the exit poll against what the voting machines turn out for that exact uh, voting precinct district center. Okay, that's what I meant. Professional expertise have been asked to design a protective program to that would protect the Ohio elections from against against such software to fix the election. Could you have done so? If we've been asked to make a program that could fix the election, sure, anybody can do it. No, could, could you have designed a program or to, a procedure or a protocol that would have protected Ohio against this kind of rigging? No, you have to look at the source code. You have to get probably programmers from both or all parties to look at the source code and determine if there's anything in there that shouldn't be there. I mean, it's a simple program. You're adding one to a person's total. It's a hundred lines of code tops. There's all right. If uh, are you aware of whether there was any protective action in Ohio against this kind of vote rigging through software? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. You were, you were not asked to assist in the development of any protective system, is that correct? No, I was not. In Europe, have you... Uh, no, he was asked to rig it. ...reviewed at all the election results in Ohio? No, I haven't. Okay. Given the availability of such uh, vote rigging software and the testimony that has been given under oath of substantial statistical anomalies and gross dis dis differences between exit polling data and the actual tabulated results. Do you have an opinion whether or not Ohio election, the Ohio election, presidential election, was hacked? Yes, I would say it was. I mean, if you're, if you have exit polling data that is significantly off from the vote, then it's probably hacked. So, if you have exit polling data that's significantly off, which is what I just said from the, you know, the electronic vote for that particular precinct, then yeah, it was probably hacked. You know, because, you know, it's just common sense. And your testimony is under oath. Yes, sir. And the testimony you've given is true. Yes, sir. Okay, so that goes on to like the 12-minute mark if you want to hear the rest. I'll give you the link here. Um, there's a comment under that video. Now, that's remember, that's a 16-year-old video. I just played you. Okay. Uh, this guy's a 10-year-old comment. Uh, Jason Bruce, he says, I'm a computer programmer, and I would never put my trust solely in a machine that can be easily reprogrammed or altered. Paper ballots with oversight of all parties and an independent group needs to do all the counting. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, my last little part here is just on my section I've covered before on corrupt governments, which is what we're dealing with here, which is what enables all this to happen in the the bible says in psalm 94 20 shall the throne of iniquity meaning sin wickedness so the throne of wickedness or sin which is what we have here in america for the most part have fellowship with thee which frameth mischief by a law okay so the kjv tra translates the root word frameth as fashion or form like the framers of the constitution okay and then mischief is like you think oh he's mischievous no it has a little different um the root word of mischief in the kjv and strong's it translates the root word in the following manner iniquity misery painful perverseness sorrow 
toil, travail, trouble, wearisome, or wickedness. So it's a lot more uh, it's a lot more heavy duty than our modern day thinking of the word mischievous. Okay, but that's we have a wicked government that is framing you know iniquity, evil, perverseness by a law. And, and it's this is all part of this this rigged voting thing. Uh, next verse, Psalm ninety four twenty one. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. Next verse. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. And He shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. That's what's coming for the wicked. Okay, their day is not quite here yet. Now, unless they plunge off into hell tonight, but that's what's coming for them you know unless they get saved proverbs 29 4 the king by judgment established the land now this is just judgment that's in reference here so a good righteous king by just judgment will establish the land in a righteous way is what this is saying okay but he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it meaning if you take bribes if you're in it for the money, if you're in it for the filthy lucre, like most politicians, especially at the high levels are, and most be, especially the mega churches and these types of people, you know, well, they're going to overthrow the land. They're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to engender a environment in that country that they're in that is going to, um, create wickedness and create iniquity unfortunately okay next verse ecclesiastes 5 8 if thou seest the oppression of the poor and the violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province which is what we're seeing here marvel not at the matter for he that is higher than the highest regardeth basically regardeth it and there be higher than they um meaning there's higher authorities than these people that are perverting judgment and justice in the province. Proverbs 29, 2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Well, unfortunately, that's not the case here. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Like so many people are mourning over this election being totally stolen, obviously. Um <clears throat> And over so many other wicked things going on. Genesis 6, 11, The earth was also corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days, meaning the general time frame of the coming of the Son of Man. And whether you're pre-trib, pro-trib, or mid-trib, whatever you believe, we're in those days. And he said, as it was in the days of Noah, and that's Genesis 6, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So, what 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 should we expect then well okay i think this pretty much sums up genesis 6 the earth was corrupt before god and the earth was filled with violence well i think when you abort 100,000 babies per day worldwide according to their own statistics i'm not just talking about america i'm talking about if you add up all the abortions and we're not even talking about the ru84 morning after pill or all the babies that might be in a be being aborted from uh, things like the pill or the patch or, con or those types of contraceptions that are can be abortifactive in nature. IUDs, abortifactive, can be abortifactive in nature. I'm not saying they always are, but they can be. You know, well, that's violence. That's the biggest kind of violence. 
when you're killing babies in the womb in mass every day you know that's like the ultimate nine billion pound gorilla in the room um let's see here Uh, the, the, this was this was when I when I put this all together when in 2016 Americans government believe the government's corrupt the elite serving only themselves then the next report top 10 ways the U.S. government is the most corrupt government country in the world then 75 percent I guess of the population see widespread government corruption um, and that was a Gallup poll uh, the U.S. then the U.S. government is the most corrupt in history these are all different reports now and then I did my teaching on Romans 13 and unlimited subservience to the government where should a Bible believing Christian draw the line um, and this gets into the whole the whole teaching on that particular subject about Romans 13 which is what the a lot of the apostate churches will use to browbeat their congregations into submitting to any government edict no matter if it's totally unbiblical or not on their congregations it's almost like whatever the government says goes above what the word of god says okay and that's how romans 13 is treated in a ton of churches and why so many christians don't push back against wickedness and evil because they're told oh you push back against the government you're pushing back against god that that those verses only are applicable if it is a righteous government and i would believe that that righteous government would do things in alignment with what the bible says that's not the case here at all okay so i'll just read you the table of contents do christians who use roman thir romans 13 to teach that we should not oppose the government or any other political leader really believe that civil magistrates have unlimited authority to do anything they want without opposition because that's where it's heading you give the devil an inch he's going to take a mile and the devils are in charge i mean i mean god's jesus is on the throne i'm talking about from a secular viewpoint it's getting more wicked by the day okay um and if they if they claim the house and the senate like i said and we've already got biden and pelosi and all them in there oh it's going to be third world hellhole banana republic road warrior mad max i predict by uh before the, the next elections i don't there may not be another or if it will be it will be even more of a facade and a uh i don't even know dog and pony show before our eyes in the next one and now i hope i'm wrong i do it's just if they get control of everything and i understand right left paradigm i get it but i know biden wants to come after the guns and that as i have said for years that will be the linchpin for, because it's a proven fact hitler Stalin, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, they all confiscated the guns before the mass genocide of their opposition. And that is the biggest, you know, I don't want I don't want to like take God out of the equation. I'm just saying from a secular viewpoint that has always been the biggest thing that typically stands between tyranny. Now, I understand the true remedy is is what I said before. My people they were called by my name shall humble themselves and, you know, pray and seek my faith. Okay, that's the true remedy. Um, but I don't see that, unfortunately, happening, happening from a biblical standpoint. I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for it to happen. Um, 
anyway, so going further here, for example, what if our president decided to resurrect the old monarchical custom of just prime noctis, or law of first night? That was the old medieval custom when the king claimed the right to sleep with the subject's bride on the first night of their marriage. How sick, evil, and twisted is that? Would our sincere Christian brethren sheepishly say Romans chapter 13 says we must submit to the government? I think not. And would any of us respect any man who would submit to such a law? So there are limits to authority. All human authority is limited in nature. No man has unlimited authority over the lives of other men. And that's according to the Bible. Lordship and sovereignty is the exclusive domain of Jesus Christ. Did John the Baptist violate God's principle of submission to authority when he publicly scolded King Herod for his infidelity? Cost him his head. You know, but he did it and it was right. Did Simon Peter and the other apostles violate God's principles of submission to authority when they refused to stop preaching on the streets of Jerusalem? Also cost them all their lives, basically, except for John who died on the Isle of Patmos. Okay. Acts 5.29, Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. So it's real easy. If the government's telling you to do something that's against the word of, what the word of God says, you do what the word of God says, no matter what the cost is. You know, we ought to obey God rather than men. It's real simple. So even the great prophets, apostles, and writers of the Bible, including the writer of Romans chapter 13, understood that human authority, even civil authority, is limited. And that's all I've I've got for today. It's um, basically 3 o'clock, 3 a.m. where I'm at, so I need to try to get to bed, and I will try to get this uploaded tomorrow. And God bless you, and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.